0: Chapter three, verses three through fourteen. I'm gonna be reading from the Passion Bible in translation, so please join me. For we have already experienced heart circumcision, and we worship God in the power and freedom of the Holy Spirit, not in laws and religious duties. We are those who boast in what Jesus Christ has done, and not in what we can accomplish in our own strength. It's true that I once relied on all that I had become. I had a reason to boast and impress people with my accomplishments more than others for my pedigree was impeccable. I was born a true Hebrew of the heritage of Israelites as the son of a Jewish man from the tribe of Benjamin. I was circumcised eight days after my birth and was raised in the strict tradition of Orthodox Judaism, living in a separate and devout life as a Pharisee. And concerning the righteousness of the Torah no one surpassed me i was without a peer furthermore as a fiery defendant of the truth i persecuted the messianic believers with religious zeal. yet all of the accomplishments that i once took credit for i've now forsaken them and i regard it all as nothing compared to the delights of experiencing jesus christ as my lord to truly know him i meant letting go of everything from my past and throwing all my boasting on the garbage heap it's all like a pile of manure to me now so that I may be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ and embrace him as Lord in all of his greatness my passion is to be consumed with him and not clinging to my own righteousness based in keeping the written law my righteousness will be his based on the faithfulness of Jesus Christ the very righteousness that comes from God and I continually long to know the wonders of Jesus more fully and to experience the overflowing power of his resurrection working in me and I will be one with him in his suffering and I will be one with him in his death. Only then will I be able to experience complete oneness with him in his resurrection from the realm of death. I admit that I hadn't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I am pursuing but I run with passion into his abundance so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and want me to discover. I don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this. However, I do have one compelling focus. I forget all of the past as I fasten my heart to the future instead. I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. This week, we are discussing making responsible choices. And as an adult, that's what we're asked to do every single day. We, you, me. Every morning we make the choice to get out of bed, go to work, or do whatever that it is on our to-do list. Decisions, choices for life that we will run that race toward Jesus. So, beginning of October, or sorry, September, I saw this group on Facebook, and it was a 30-day challenge to better your life. The month of September for me was harsh. The first week, it was pretty mild, the s- challenge was. Waking up 15 minutes early, brushing your teeth, and drinking 24 ounces of water, starting your day without your phone, email, or social media. The second week, it was wake up 30 minutes early. Drink that 24 ounces, brush your teeth, and exercise. And still, not looking at your phone. I actually started exercising again. And that week, I did it four out of the five days. The third week, it was all of that, but added a five minute meditation. I will say, I fell back asleep one of the days and almost was late to work. The last week was all of that, but extending the meditation time to 15 minutes. Those all were choices. I will say that the third week I did not exercise as often and I didn't meditate as much. The last week I only exercised one day and I meditated two days. Am I a terrible person? I feel bad because I did not make the responsible choices in the morning. I chose to stay in bed and sleep and push snooze and sleep some more. The Lord guides us through scripture and making those responsible choices. It isn't just the Ten Commandments or Paul in Philippians telling us. The Bible itself is a guide. Do we want to live separate from God? Or do we want an intimate relationship with God? So, as I've spoken before on this podcast, uh, I sign, I do sign language, American Sign Language uh, for the Deaf at a local church here in Johnston, Iowa. And one of the songs that we sign or that we sing is called, O oh Come to the Altar by Elevation Worship. Every single time that I sign this song and I get to that chorus, I am overcome by the Spirit. And it's the words of, Oh come to the altar, the Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. When I sign this, I actually opened up my arms wide. And every single time, I picture Jesus standing there in front of me with his arms open wide as well. The other words are, have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. I picture Jesus standing there every single time I sign this song (laughs) sometimes when you don't know what to do how to go on or you have a bad day or when you're down all it takes is a hug sometimes a hug is the right prescription to lift your spirits I have a special friend and let me tell you his hugs are magical it immediately takes me out of my funk. And I imagine that Jesus' hugs would be the same. In verse 4, Paul's talking about how he would boast of all the things that he had done to impress people. That is not a way to make friends. Bragging only separates us. And then he goes on to say, I have done so much and I've come from such a superb family. But then Paul realizes that it's not that that gets us in a relationship with Jesus. It's that we, it's that Jesus has instilled in us a feeling of wanting, of seeking out Him in a relationship. Just because I'm ordained, or even know sign language and use it in church, or do this podcast, that, that's nothing, nothing that gets me closer to Jesus. It's only to run towards those open arms every single day, every day to pick up his cross and to take on his name as a Christian, and it's running toward that prize of heaven. In verse 12, Paul confesses that he hadn't yet reached the oneness with Christ. But following Jesus, all of his life and your life will build that intimacy. When we do this daily, hourly, it affects the decisions that we make. Do we ignore our neighbors in need? Do we only live for ourselves? It boils down even to how we we will vote. The decision is hard, let me tell you, and I can't tell you who to vote for and I never will but when we call ourselves a Christian we need to look at where we can best find the peace of Christ how many decisions do you make daily well it's been estimated that the average person makes 35,000 decisions a day Wow 35,000 decisions what to wear What to eat which way to drive somewhere what to watch on television, what book to read. Those are pretty basic and universal. But personally, what decisions do you make in your job, your family, and your life? Do you let God in on those decisions? He would love it if you did. It takes a lot of my, I take a lot of my decisions to God. But those are mainly the big ones. You know, where to live, what job to take. But often, I forget about the little ones. Do I need to forgive a person? Should I yell now? Do I buy something? Do I need something? We were given 10 Commandments. Most of you know them, and if not, they're all in Exodus 20. Yet, people still steal. People murder. People want what others have. People use God's name in vain. People don't honor their mother and father. People don't let the past go to trash and begin anew in Christ. Look around, riots, stealing, murdering, family drama, neighborly arguments. We all are not perfect, but we've just turned to the one the one person that died for us on that cross and leap into his open arms and get that medicinal hug it just might make things easier we might look at our neighbors differently and we just might find that love that we seek i'd like to close in prayer so please bow with me with your hands open heavenly father our Lord and Savior we humbly open our arms to join yours Lord we love you and we know that in our humanness you still love us too forgive us when we make decisions that don't reflect your your choices forgive us in our selfishness and our bragging help us to reach out to others and share your light in our lives Even though others are not believers, guide us in ways to show your love, to spread your words and actions here on this earth. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen.